This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up? I'm B, and whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast, I hope you are having an amazing day. Today, we're going to be watching another Brittany Dawn video. She recently posted a video to YouTube called 30 Day Christian Challenge Becoming a Proverbs 31 Woman. And in the thumbnail, it says Becoming a Proverbs 31 Woman. And then it has little phrases and it says Pursue dreams, steward your body, grow closer to God. And there's a few different pictures there. So I'm presuming that she is going to be challenging us to do something for 30 days that will. Um, in turn, allow us to become Proverbs 31 women if we were to follow along with this challenge. And I'm interested to hear what she has to say. Now, it's interesting because as someone who grew up in the church, whose parents were both pastors when I was growing up and who still regularly attends church, being a Proverbs 31 woman isn't something that I can say was really kind of like drilled into the culture of any of the churches that I attended. There are a lot of women in the Bible who have been presented to uh, us, I guess, as a church pretty regularly that are meant to be inspirational women to look up to, to be like who are strong and powerful and faithful. And it's like, these are amazing women. Let's learn from their stories. Let's learn about them and let's aspire to be like them in the ways that we can. Some of those people are Ruth, um, who was incredibly faithful and loyal to her family. Esther, who was brave and strong and risked her life to save her people. Mary, the mother of Jesus, who was faithful despite being in a situation that is unfathomable and would be completely terrifying for anyone to be in, especially someone of her age at the time that she was alive in. So like, there are a lot of women who, like, that's just to name a few, but there are a lot of women in the Bible who churches generally put their focus on and say, like, hey, these are people to take inspiration from. These are people to look up to. But recently, with the rise of religious social media influencers, I feel like a Proverbs 31 woman is something that I have seen over and over and over again. I've seen Jordan Lee Dooley post about being a Proverbs 31 woman. And if you don't know who Jordan Lee Dooley is, I have never talked about her on my channel, I don't think. Maybe I've like mentioned her in passing, but I haven't done a dedicated video on her. Um, she started out selling personalized cards on Etsy and then kind of evolved into a, a raw milk kind of influencer, um, which I totally understand because she... Um, experienced pregnancy loss after pregnancy loss. And she like put so much work into becoming healthy so she could um, hopefully conceive. And it's kind of wild because she and her husband adopted and then they, they adopted a newborn. And right after they adopted him, they found out that she was pregnant and she ended up having a baby. So now she has two and I'm super happy for her. But she does promote an MLM crunchy. She is um, an advocate, like a clean beauty advocate, I think is what they call themselves. Um, and she has a podcast. And like I said, she's an author. She um, has a store that like pops up once or twice a year. So 
Anyway, um, she posts about being a Proverbs 31 woman, and we've seen Bethany Beal post about it, Girl Defined has posted about it, and so a lot of these, like, religious social media influencers are putting this out there, and I think that the reason they hang on to that is because um, in Proverbs 31, which I'm assuming Brittany's going to get to the backstory of, I don't know if she will, but basically Proverbs is a book in the Old Testament, and it's meant to give us wisdom. Like it's meant to be kind of like a general life advice book. And it says that this book was written by Solomon, son of David, but Proverbs 31 specifically is attributed to someone else. I keep messing this pronunciation up, but I'm going to get it this time. Okay. Proverbs 31 specifically is attributed to King Lemuel, who heard this message from his mother. Now, Some people think that King Lemuel is King Solomon. Sometimes he's referred to as King of Massa. Um, Other times he's referred to as an oracle. So that's just kind of like fun Bible trivia knowledge for you. But basically Proverbs 31 tells, uh, tells us what like a godly and faithful wife looks like. And one of the reasons that I think that so many influencers bring this up is because it says that she's good with money. She's a good steward of her money. She plans to buy the land and she executes this purchase well and she takes care of the purchase well and she like manages her finance in a way that nobody goes hungry and she can afford to feed the people who work for her and all of this stuff. So I think that because a lot of the like traditional Christian influencers push this idea of submission and of the men leading, they get a certain level of pushback of like, well, if the man's supposed to be in charge and he's supposed to be the one leading and he's supposed to be the one teaching, why are you here? Like, why are you on social media making your own content? Shouldn't you just be a homemaker? Shouldn't you just be a stay-at-home wife? Because those are the values that you're pushing. But then they can say, aha, hold on though, a Proverbs 31 woman look at this. And so that's why I think that women who are religious influencers are really kind of promoting this verse and putting it out there of like how to be a Proverbs 31 wife. This is what we should aspire to. Yes, we um, we submit. We're not in charge. We're not the leaders. But also Proverbs 31 says that we can make land deals. So this is this is what we're going to push for. (laughs) Like this is what we want. It's, It's like they have to justify wanting to own a business. It's like they have to like justify wanting to do work that Um, is not homemaking. And I just feel like you don't have to make excuses for what you are passionate about. If you want to be a homemaker, and that is something that brings you so much joy and makes you grateful, and that is something that you are passionate about, and you want to do that with your life, that is amazing. I love that. At the same time, though, if you want to pursue something other than motherhood, that's great as well. If If it's that you want to be a mom, but you also want to get a degree or get a master's or work at a corporate job or work part-time somewhere just so you are doing something that is interesting to you. It's something that you have an interest in and it makes you happy. That's great if you don't want to have kids at all and you want to pursue your dreams. Like this is all fine. We can all make decisions for our own lives that make us happy, fulfilled, grateful, and joyful. And we don't have to like twist scripture around to justify wanting something that doesn't harm you and doesn't harm anybody else. Anyway, like I said, this is a talking point that I have seen pop up more and more frequently. And so I'm interested to hear Brittany's take on it. And 
We'll see where it goes, but before we jump into the reaction, let's go ahead and do win for the week. If you are new around here, a win for the week is where you share something positive that happened to you over the past week that you would consider a win. It can be big or small, just something that made you feel grateful, something that made you happy, something that brought you joy. Whatever it is, I want to hear it and I want to celebrate with you. And if you are watching this on YouTube, you can leave it in the comment section down below. And if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify, you can leave it in the Q&A for this particular episode. My win for the week was having a great Thanksgiving with my family. I always love hanging out with them, especially on holidays. And I tried a new recipe for mini peach upside down cakes and it turned out deliciously. So I love that. I was super happy about it and we had a great time together. That is my win for the week and I cannot wait to hear yours and celebrate with you. Also, if you missed last week's video, I do just want to let you know that I posted something the day after Thanksgiving. It did go public, um, but the the amount of views that it has gotten so far are pretty significantly lower than my videos usually get. So I'm not sure if it was just a topic that people weren't interested in, or um, if maybe everybody was really busy the day after Black or the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, or if YouTube suppressed the video because I used a certain word a lot of times. Um, Brittany Dawn and Mike Signorelli talked quite frequently about ending one's own life. And so um, that was a pretty significant portion of the recap video. But in any case, if you haven't seen that video, if it didn't get pushed out to you, or if you were just busy and you weren't on YouTube that day, feel free to go check it out and watch it. If you're not interested in it, I totally understand. But it seems like pretty much everybody who watched it um, enjoyed it. So Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I'm glad that uh, I was able to put something out that y'all liked. But like I said, if you missed it for some reason, if YouTube didn't notify you, whatever I did post last week. So feel free to go check that out after we watch this. All right, let's go. Growing closer to the Lord in 30 days. Hello, YouTube, and welcome back Hi. to my channel. We're heading to church right now. I am having to refilm this video because I filmed it like four days ago, and the memory card got wiped clean, which sucks. Like, it doesn't even recognize any of the footage. So we're re I, I really do think that we need to put together a Brittany Dawn bingo card of, like, common phrases, things that we expect from YouTube videos, and if you put her having tech issues on there... You'll get a check mark every time. We're filming today. Tomorrow we have to leave for New York City, which is really exciting. I'll be vlogging during that too. But today we're going to be discussing ways you can grow as a Christian. Babe, are you excited okay. for New York City? Yeah, it's just work. Yeah, I know. It's going to be. Yeah, just texting and driving like it's no big deal. Oh my gosh. If you're listening to the podcast, Jordan is driving and he is on his phone. He's literally looking down at his phone right now. Sir. Road safety who? Fun though. We both have some work things up there, so it'll be fun. We're going to make the most of it. I really just want to see the Brooklyn Bridge because I've never been on the Brooklyn Bridge. So we'll see if we can make that happen. Yeah, today's video okay. is going to be about growing deeper in your walk with the Lord in 30 days. Church was good and I came home with a new sweater. Yeah. Date nights in New York City to include Italian food. Oh, mm -hmm. I love it. Boom. Ah! Okay, I can get down with that. Okay, y'all already know that I need to try on this because we just got what it. What was, ooh, ooh. Okay, I'm gonna do my best to like let her keep going. 
but she just stood in front of the camera and pulled up her pants and like wiggled them like they were too big on her and, and like there was no other context to that that split second of footage Brittany, your value is more than your body. You don't need to keep showing your body. Like, th- your body has no impact on your worth or your value as a human being. And I'm completely over her, like, her telling everybody that she has, def- she has battled and defeated three eating disorders by the grace of God and yet continuing to body check on YouTube videos and, and to post about it on Instagram and to say like, oh, I lost weight because I finally got on the right hormones for my body. Like, she can do whatever she wants to her body. She can take whatever supplement she wants. Like, that is totally fine. But to sit here and say, like, God healed me of my eating disorders and then to promote disordered habits and, and, and like, to subtly try to get people to admire your body by including clips like that is not healthy. And I, I don't like to tell people what to do. I don't like I like to provide my opinion. Obviously, I have a lot of thoughts and I have a lot of opinions. And so I'm like, here's what I think. But at the end of the day, like, you can do whatever you want. You can make your own choices as long as you're not hurting yourself or somebody else. And I think that these habits are harmful. Like, she, what other reason would she have to put that clip in there other than to show people, like, look at me. Look at how tiny my body is. Look at, look at my pants. They're so big on me. And to, like, get external validation from people being like, girl, you look so good. Girl, you look so cute. Mm, it makes me so frustrated because she knows what she's doing, but it also makes me sad that she feels like that's something she has to do. But at the same time, I'm really frustrated because she's like, God healed me of all of my disordered eating habits. And yet she's still doing this. Okay, she's trying on her new sweatshirt from church, the house Fort Worth. Let's just watch. I asked for the biggest size. <laughs> I like the oversized fit this time of year. This is awesome. Yay! Okay, now she's working on Hazel and okay, Lane. It has been a go, go, go kind of Sunday. Usually Sundays are chill. We're leaving tomorrow to go to New York City, so things are a little bit crazier. We're trying to get all these items sent out for Hazel and Lane. We had a ton of orders this weekend, so I am working on that right now. We do have some exciting... By a ton, do you mean like 15? Because I saw a couple of screenshots on the Brittany Dawn Snark subreddit um that show when you put like multiples of an item in your cart it's like you have two of the three that are in stock and so she's really not keeping a large stock for her online store it's like just a few pieces of each different item things going on up there i'm gonna vlog while we're traveling so you guys can stay tuned for that but today i just feel like there's such a hunger right now in the christian community there's such a hunger in the body of christ and there's such a hunger in people who aren't yet walking with the lord they're hungry for something and they're finding it in new age they're trying to find it in tarot cards and astrology and witchcraft honestly and so i just wanted to hop on here and provide a 30-day challenge to yourself i want this to be something where if someone finds this video in six months and it's not November anymore, they can still start this challenge and grow deeper in their walk with Christ. Oy, that feels better. The first thing that has really helped me... <coughs> okay, I think we're good. The first thing that... Why? Why would you include that? She put like the a little graphic of like the circle with the slash through it of like, no, doing this. But then she just included herself coughing. Okay. 
What a quirky girl. Has really helped me grow deeper in my walk with the Lord is being disciplined to wake up early. Now, I know you're going to be like, I'm not a morning person. Like, there's no way I can do that. I was that person too. I have not always been a morning person. And even still, there's some mornings where I'm like not thrilled to get out of bed at 530. But Proverbs 31 15 says she rises while it is still night and provides food for her household. I am a... Yeah, because it took forever to cook stuff back then. <laughs> She's going to make a hot breakfast. She has to get up early to do that. <laughs> that is not the Bible saying that you have to get up early while it's still dark outside. Oh, God. I mean, sure. If we're taking the Bible literally, Proverbs 31, 15 does say she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. Are we going to leave out the second half of that? You don't want to include the rest of the verse because that's not a separate verse. Um, Mentioning having servants is. It's it's in there. It's it's part of the same verse. Verse 15. I will say this a million times over because I know I've already said it like 500 times on this channel. This is why I don't like when people make a statement and then they they just pick a verse and they say, see, this verse, this verse says that this is why I'm right. This supports the idea that I'm trying to push on to you because like the Bible is a wildly complicated book. I, I struggle so much with interpreting the Bible and understanding it and like figuring out who wrote certain passages and why certain things were included. This is not a book that is like light, easy reading. It forces you to wrestle with yourself and your understanding of God. And again, that's why context is so important because it's not that God is promoting the idea of having having servant girls. It's that this person who is writing this particular book of the Bible says that I'm assuming this wife has servants and so she's going to wake up early to make breakfast and also she should make breakfast for her servants. Again, you can't just like, oh, pick it up. Here you go. This is what I mean and this is what the Bible says and it's a super, super simple explanation. 7 a.m. girly, but I also realized that the Bible says that the wife or the woman or a woman of God, period, end of story, wakes up before the sun rises and goes to bed after the sun sets. Like, she is up first and goes to bed last. That was a rude awakening. I was like, okay, we're gonna try. I feel better. I feel more productive. I feel like I get more done in my day, and I also feel like I have more time to spend with the Lord. That is the major key here. This isn't about getting things done. This isn't about marking more things off your to-do list, we can all find at least 20 to 30 minutes to get into the Lord's presence. And if we can't, if we really can't do that, we might need to readdress our schedules. There is something in our schedule that is sitting on the throne where the king belongs. And that is a harsh truth that I've honestly had to check my own spirit with. My second part of this challenge is pick someone and pray for them for 30 days. Y'all, the power of God is real. And we Okay, as far as Brittany's saying, like, it gives me more time to spend with the Lord and I can spend 20 to 30 minutes doing this and everybody can spend that amount of time. Um, And if you're having trouble doing it, it's like maybe you need to reevaluate what you're spending your time on. Sure, as like a basic concept, I do. um, I agree and and I understand where she's coming from. I do think, though... um, When people talk about time management as a person, either single or married, who has no kids, that looks very different than time management of someone who has 
children. And so um, Brittany can say that. And like, I agree. Like I could find 20 to 30 minutes in my day to do pretty much anything. Like I could find that time and I could dedicate that time to doing whatever it was that I had set my mind out to do for 30 minutes a day. I also don't have kids though. There are a lot of people who, this is evidenced by the comments on this video. They are new Christians. Somebody commented and asked if it was okay if they did Bible time in the evening instead of in the morning. They asked Brittany if that was okay or if that was something that they were doing wrong. Like these are new Christians. These are people who are very impressionable. So um, if they are doing their best to follow the lead of people that they look up to and those people aren't cognizant of promoting healthy relationship dynamics, they might fall into a place where they are constantly run down and constantly feel like they're running short. When you pray for someone consistently, like the Bible tells us to, God can move mountains. A praying woman is a powerful woman. Pick someone in your life who maybe they're a believer, maybe they're not. Maybe they're going through it right now. Whatever it is, write their name somewhere, write a prayer for them somewhere, and pray it every day. Pray for them without telling them and see what God does in one month. I got a jet, so I'm going to take y'all with me, and we're going to talk about the next one on the go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that paying someone to pray for and praying for them for 30 days is a very nice thing to do. Brittany, your full-time job is content creation. The rest of this video was 10 minutes. You couldn't have taken 10 minutes to finish what you were saying in that room. You had to like be like, oh, we got a jet, and take us into your bathroom or your mudroom, wherever we're at. Yeah, you're like, mom usually has nails. We don't got nails today. You are filthy right now. You don't have to come say hi before we leave. I won't see. Not the filthy part, the not having nails. (laughs) My nails are not done. Let me clarify. I took them off last night. So we're uh, rocking the naturals. Until Friday. Yeah. Ranch chores. I'm serious is what it says on the screen. Ranch tours. And then she says, I always choose the worst shoes to go to the barn in, LOL. Well, make better decisions, Britt. I don't know what to tell you. You're, you're a ranch girly. Pick better shoes. You're choosing the absolute worst shoes. All right, I just checked on the horses before we head out of town. It always breaks my heart when I can't see them for like a few days. The next thing that I am going to challenge you to do, and that is reading your Bible before opening your phone. Now, obviously, you know, you have to turn your alarm clock off when it goes off in the morning, that kind of thing. I'm talking about opening God's word, saturating in God's word, marinating in God's word before you are opening and scrolling social media, before you're checking your emails, before you're reading the news, before you're texting people and responding to people. I am just as guilty of this. You guys don't get me wrong. This one is going to be the absolute hardest because first thing in the morning that I do personally, it's not even checking social media, social media. It's checking my emails because that is how work starts for me. We cannot start our day consuming what is in the world and expect it to go smoothly. We cannot start our day reading the news. There is chaos in the world. We get that. We know that we don't have to look hard to see that. But when we are starting our day, 
day by reading the news, by scrolling on social media, by consuming what other people are doing in their lives, rather than consuming the living word of God, that is a problem and that is going to cause our day to end in chaos. We wonder why we are running around anxious and stressed and depressed and it is because we are checking these before we are reading the word of God. So challenge yourself for 30 days, myself included, because trust me, this is absolutely hands down going to be the most difficult one. The next thing is challenge yourself to read. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is another one where at a base level, I don't have a problem with what she's saying, which is starting your day with reading the Bible instead of instantly like jumping on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube, whatever it may be. Um, I think as a Christian, it's a great idea to start your day by reading the Bible, but She's like, we wonder why we're walking around anxious and it's because we're looking at the news instead of the Bible. No, (laughs) I don't think that's true. I I do think that um, having boundaries with social media and being cognizant of how much time you're spending on your phone and how much time you're looking at other things is really important. But I don't think that everyone's anxiety would be cured if they um, replaced like scrolling Twitter in the morning with reading the Bible. I think that that's a good thing to do. It sets your intention. It strengthens like your intention for the day. It strengthens your faith. It's a positive thing that you can do to just like get started first thing in the morning. But the world is wild right now. Like Brittany said, there's inflation, there's crime, there are global conflicts, there are student loans, there are financial issues, there's parenting qualms, there's people trying to heal wounds from their own childhood. Like, there's a lot going on. And so people are anxious for a reason. And like I said, while reading the Bible first thing in the morning is going to be a positive thing, in my opinion, that's not going to take away like the daily stresses of your life. It might have a positive impact on you and your attitude and the way that you handle things, but it's not going to be a cure for like legitimate anxiety, which is something that I had an issue with last time with with giving the recap on her conversation with um, Mike Signorelli is like people just people can just pray things away. And again, as a Christian, I do believe that if you pray for something to be taken from you, God could in theory take that, but it doesn't mean that if he doesn't, that you're a bad Christian or you're doing something wrong or you don't believe enough or he doesn't love you enough. You're going to have issues. You're going to have struggles. You're going to have anxiety because that's just part of being a human being and living a human experience. All right. The words on the screen say, challenge yourself to read a full book of the Bible in 30 days. Not sure what she's going to say about that, but I do think that's cool. Something that I have found to be really interesting as an adult is to read each of the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and see like the different stories that were included and the different ways the same stories are told from different perspectives. I found that to be really interesting. So um, if you're taking this advice, if you're taking Brittany up on the challenge, it is pretty cool. Like there are, there are so many different books of the Bible that are really interesting, but if you're one of those people who... Um, 
maybe like you're not reading the Bible every single day or maybe you're just doing like a verse of the day from the Bible app and you're wanting to dive in a little bit deeper, it is pretty cool. It's kind of cool to compare and contrast the uh, four Gospels. A full book of the Bible in 30 days. Now, obviously like Colossians and 1 John and 2 John, like all of those, they're small books of the Bible. Those are really easy to read. You can read those in one morning. I'm talking about read a big book of the Bible. So if you want to read a book of the Bible oh. where you're reading one chapter every day. Proverbs is perfect. There are 31 books in Proverbs, so you'll have to double up on one of those days, but it's really easy. Proverbs is such a beautiful book of the Bible, and there's so much to learn. So challenge yourself. One book of the Bible in 30 days. You've got this. The fifth one is spend at least 10 minutes in prayer. You can do anything for 10 minutes, whether it's you're on the way to work, you're dropping the kids off at school, you're working from home, you're at the gym. You can find 10 minutes out of your day to get into the Lord's presence. We cannot operate from a peaceful, joyful place if we are not operating from a heavenly place, from the heavenly heavenly realm, and we're not getting in the Lord's presence. A practical tool for me with this, for 10 minutes, I will set a timer on my phone and I will not touch my phone until that timer goes off. So many times I have found that I'm so lost in that moment with the Lord that I don't want to come out of it. And I will literally turn my timer off and keep going. So if you need a practical tip to stay disciplined, to get into prayer, that is a perfect one. And the last one that I'm going to do for now is move your body for 30 minutes a day. If you've been working out for a long time, that doesn't seem hard. But if you've never worked out and you're looking for a reason to stay active, to get active, to be active, this is the reason right now. Proverbs 31 17 says she draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. Moving your body can be so many different things. It could be going on a walk. It could be riding horses. It could be going to the gym. It could be going on a run with friends. There's so many different ways to move your body. Maybe you've been looking for a reason to get in the gym and feel a little bit more confident operating and moving around on the weight floor. Maybe you've been wanting to train for a 5K. Now is the perfect time to start. As women of God, we do not take care of our body so that we can flaunt it on social media, take scandalous photos, get all the compliments uh-huh. and all the attention. No, we take care of our body and steward it because it is a temple for the Holy Spirit. Bye, pretty boy. Gooder. Pretty boy. I think it's interesting that Brittany chose a translation of this verse that specifically mentions the way a particular body part is. Like it describes arms. It says her arms are strong. Just because it it does make you think of like having um, a, a physique that is appealing. It makes you think of working out and being fit and being trim as opposed to um, my my interpretation says she is energetic and strong, a hard worker. And then it goes on to explain how she fills her days being productive and taking care of people and helping the needy and making sure that her family is prepared for cold months and nobody's going to suffer when the when the weather gets cold because she has taken the initiative to prepare and make sure that her family and the people in her home are taken care of. Maybe I'm reading a little bit too deeply into it, but that is something that just kind of struck me and I noticed and I'm like, hmm, that's kind of interesting. And then additionally, I was at first picturing somebody who wasn't doing any of those things watching this video and being like, okay, now I have to implement um, getting up at a different time every day, praying for 10 minutes, reading the Bible for 30 minutes, working out for 30 minutes. Like I got to make all these changes all at once and do this challenge. And I was like, that might be kind of overwhelming, but it's totally possible that there are people who are going to take on this challenge who um, are already doing some of those things. And so maybe they just got to change one or two aspects of their 
daily routine and that does seem a little bit more reasonable to me. So I'm not going to pick on it and be like, you're asking people to change a lot because chances are a good portion of the people who watch her videos are um, already doing at least some of those things, if I had to guess, because they are religious and they're interested in watching religious influencers. I do think it's interesting, though, um, that none of her suggestions for a 30-day challenge include mentorship. Um, she did say, like, oh, maybe you can go running with a friend, and so that involves community. But I do think that for Christians, having somebody who um, is more knowledgeable than you and has more life experience than you is going to be really important. And like I said, I saw a lot of comments in Brittany's comment section of people who are new Christians who are super gung-ho, like people who are kind of brand new to this faith and trying to jump right into it. Like they're, they're just ready. They're ready to dive in face first and they're excited. And I think that that's great. Um, but it is something where um, I, I grew up in the church, learning about the Bible, learning from people who, um, have a, a really great knowledge of history and, um, like just biblical knowledge. Like they're wise people. They're good people. I I've learned a lot from them, but I still feel like there's so much that I don't know. There's so much that I'm lost on that I'm digging into that I'm trying to figure out. And I grew up in the church my entire life. And so if you're somebody who as an adult is just now coming to the faith, like I can't imagine how much you would feel like you you have to learn before you can even make a dent in your understanding of the Bible. And so I just think that it would be good for Brittany to consider her audience and the type of people who are following her and be like, Find somebody who, um, like, you know, I know it's a 30-day challenge, do these things every day for 30 days, but maybe it's like, listen to a podcast episode of somebody who is explaining context of this particular book of the Bible. Here's what I would recommend. You know, find somebody who you can meet with once a week and you guys are going to each read the same um, books with or the same chapters within a book of the Bible. And then on a Saturday, you guys can meet and you can talk about it and you can grow in your faith that way. I just think that mentorship is a really important thing to have. And especially if you are a new Christian, just jumping in, just trying to like figure this stuff out. It, again, it can feel really overwhelming and you might end up walking away with some like harmful ideas if you're just reading the book and taking it as face value and you're not digging into the context and really understanding like the cultural implications of certain things that occurred within the Bible. So anyway, that's just me like in thinking about what I would challenge people to do if I were in Brittany's position. Those are some things that I would consider and maybe some things that I would add. I am kind of surprised though because I went on that whole rant about like women stewarding their money wisely and like buying land and preparing for it and completing the transaction successfully <laughs> before we started. And then once we started, she included some B-roll footage of her working on Hazel and Lane. And then she didn't mention anything about like being responsible with money or being an entrepreneur or starting your own business. So, and like how that would relate to being a Proverbs 31 woman. But I don't know. We have six minutes left in her video. So maybe it'll come up. Back to Brittany's video though. She is showing one of her newer horses, Gunner. Then there's text over the screen that says worship sessions in the car are my favorite. But she's just getting her stuff. 
and she's like getting her stuff and getting out of the car. <laughs> it's not showing her worshiping. Um, but anyway, she's inside. We can see her microwave and it says dinner, chicken and sweet potato meal prep. Innovative. Last night was daylight savings time and it always throws me off when it starts getting dark at like 5 p.m. It is 5 p.m. I'm eating dinner. Jordan is working. This is just some meal prep that we had. Sweet potatoes and just some chicken. Um, I'm probably going to make like a green smoothie here in a little bit too just to get like more greens in for the day. But this leads me to my next part of the challenge and that is eating healthy nourishing foods for 30 days. This doesn't mean you can't eat out. You absolutely can. Okay, so um, when she said that the last thing she was going to tell you was to move your body for 30 minutes every day, she meant that was the last thing she was going to tell you while she was in the car. 30 seconds later in the video, she's going to come back and give us more things to do. Okay, now we might be getting into the territory of like, you're asking people to do a lot, but I'm here. I'm, I'm, on, the, I'm on the path with you. I'm listening. Jordan and I eat out more times than I'm proud of. We probably eat out two to three times a week. It's about putting things in your body that honor God. And God's word talks about this. In 1 Corinthians 10 31, it says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. As Christians, everything involving food, from the moment we're preparing it to the second we're eating it, all of that should glorify God. And also being able to exercise self-control. That is a discipline. And discipline is a fruit of the Spirit. And that leads me into my next one, which I will get to here okay. when I'm done eating. Okay. She promoted a Hazel and Lane blazer as she's packing. If you're listening, she's uh, just showing B-roll footage of her packing. And it says, I always wait until the last minute. And then she was like, my Hazel and Lane, my blazer. Okay, I just realized that the gym is about to close. I'm gonna head there and get a quick workout in. Honestly, something the Lord has really worked on my heart is that I don't always have to wear revealing clothes to the gym. I know that sounds like it shouldn't be. <laughs> she says that as she, as she throws her arm down and it smacks against her leg because she's literally in booty shorts. Like she, those, she's in loose shorts, but they're the length of spankies. Like, they're the length of boy shorts. She's like, the Lord has really revealed to me that I don't need to wear revealing clothes. And then she puts her arm down and smacks her thigh because her shorts are so short. Okay. I mean, I don't care what she wears. Again, this isn't about me being like, she shouldn't be wearing stuff that short. It's about the blatant hypocrisy of, of what we just saw and what we just discussed a thing but as someone that was in the fitness industry it is such a thing i honestly wear so many outfits that look like this to work out in and i don't even care i do love me a cute matching care. aesthetic workout outfit but the lord has done a work in my life sis does and if he can do it in mine he can do it in yours you don't know them well i do so i did a shoot with her okay so she she just did a clip of her talking on the phone with someone and the way it is cropped is so you see the middle of her torso to the middle of her thigh. And she, oh, her, she's wearing a sweatshirt. She's wearing a big oversized sweatshirt so her arms and her tummy are covered. But she's wearing the shortest shorts possible. <laughs> Britt, ah, like I just, mm, as much as I disagree with so many of the things that Britney says and does, I'm like, you don't have to do this. 
you don't have to present yourself this way. Like you don't need external validation to know that you are a valuable person, to know that like your value is completely disconnected from the way that you look. Your appearance, I know that like beauty standards are a thing and especially in Western culture, like we have certain aesthetics that are really popular and that seem to be something that like draw people in and get positive attention. And she might not, she might not even be looking for attention from men. Chances are she's probably looking for attention from women because it's going to make her feel better about herself. It's going to make her feel elevated. If there are women who come to her page and come to her channel and say, you look so good. You're so cute. I wish I looked like you. Oh, that's going to feed an ego. That is going to feed a superiority complex that somebody like Brittany, in my opinion, loves to have fed. And I want her to know people will still follow her. If she if she is genuine and authentic and like, this is really hard because I think Brittany's disingenuous in so many of the things that she posts on the internet. But if she were to show up as her authentic self and her genuine self and just put out the things that she wants to put out and not have so much focus on her aesthetics and how she looks, there would be people who liked her content still. There would be people who would still watch. Maybe it would be a different kind of audience. Maybe it wouldn't be as many but there's somebody out there for everyone. Like there's a content creator out there for everyone. There's an audience for every content creator. Like, you know, there are people who are going to be looking for the type of energy you have, the type of presence you bring, the ideas that you present. There are going to be people who want just that and who gravitate towards you and support you and enjoy your content, regardless of if you are putting your body out there like that, regardless of how you look, regardless of your financial status. And I wish that Brittany had the confidence in herself to show up on the internet authentically and genuinely and without body checking. Because one, I mean, I think so much of her content is fake and I, I don't think that she believes that a lot of the things that she says. So I'm like, hey, let's switch it up here. Let's try and be a genuine person. But at the same time, it makes me sad to think that she thinks that she has to be a certain kind of person on the internet for people to like her. Like that does make me sad. Fe like thinking about somebody feeling like they're not good enough or that they are less than or that no one's going to like them or no one's going to accept them if they're not a certain way. Like that, that does hurt my heart. So a lot of complicated emotions happening. <laughs> okay, we have B-roll of her at the gym. Okay, guys, I am back home. I'm exhausted. I'm sweaty. I'm gross. My hair, I need to go wash it. Oh, oh gosh, we got stuck in the sweaty hair. Okay, that's not even, we're just, this is, this is what it is right now, you guys. But the next part of the challenge is we are listening to music that honors the Lord. The music that we choose to listen to, what we choose to watch, what we choose to consume on social media on a daily basis has a direct effect on our walk with the Lord. Romans 12, 12 says this, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Go through and challenge yourself to remove toxic music in this 30 day period. Go through and remove secular songs. I'm not saying all secular music is bad. I've talked about this, but it is so important. It is crucial that we use discernment with music, the music that we listen to, the music that we're putting in our ears the music we're listening to when we work out what i'm not saying that secular music is bad 
but Taylor Swift and Beyonce are demonic. Like, she literally had this whole conversation with Paul and Morgan about how secular music was awful and she no longer listens to it. She has like 300 um, Christian hip hop songs on a workout playlist for herself and she's read through the lyrics so she knows they're good. I don't think she read through the lyrics. I don't think she took the time to do that. Um, but it's like, I'm not going to take you seriously. You you say this and yet you have secular songs in your TikToks and your reels. And then you're going to say like, well, I'm not saying remove all secular music. But then a few weeks ago, you're talking about how awful secular music is on your podcast. It's also wildly contradictory. And I think that's what happens when you live uh, when you live life in a way that's different to how you present yourself on the internet. And when your internet persona is somebody who lives in extremes, it's like you come on here and you want to be extreme and you want to say like, this is what it is. And you got to cut everything out and spiritual warfare is everywhere. And the demons are chasing after you and you need deliverance. And like everything is a catastrophe. But maybe you don't actually believe that. And like maybe the way that you live your life offline is a little bit different and like a lot more moderate and uh, less extreme. There are inconsistencies that are going to show up. They're going to slip through the cracks. And in this case, it's not even something that like took a long time to come out. It's something that's been present for as long as I can remember. Ever since she came on here as as a religious influencer, these inconsistencies have been present. And this is why I can't take her seriously. I don't think that she believes so many of the things that she actually says online. She is just saying it because it goes along with the narrative that a lot of religious influencers are pushing right now with the likes of Mike Signorelli and Mark Driscoll and some of the things that that are in the same uh, vein as like Paul and Morgan and Bethany and Kristen from Girl Defined. But if I'm going to be honest, I think that Brittany would probably rather align with like Mike and Mark just because of the way that they uh, show up on the internet. I think that while Brittany and her friends are like the giggle girls and they love to post like just being silly, goofy, girly pops who don't know how to do anything, um, I think that like she would perceive people like Paul and Morgan and Bethany and Kristen to be a little bit immature. And so she would rather align herself with the like the demon slayers with Isaiah Saldivar and Vlad, who I've been trying. I've been I've been trying so hard to look into their content, but it's so ridiculous that like I could do a reaction to it. I could do a reaction to one of Vlad's live streams or one of Isaiah Isaiah's live streams. Um, and, and we could do that and that would be fine. But I like to try and look into people before I talk about them on my channel and trying to get an idea of who they are based on their content. Oh, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, it's very tough. But yeah, so a- anyway, I think she's trying to align with the likes of that crew Um, and I don't think that she genuinely believes a lot of the things that she's putting out there. I do think that she's a Christian. I believe that she believes in God and, um, I hope that overall her religious influencing is a net positive on the people who follow her, but there are a lot of things that I take issue with and that I need to call out. And this, this take on, only listening to music that honors God is one of them because this is something different than you said a few weeks ago. 
you're playing in your home. Almost always we have worship music playing in our house. Worship is a weapon. And if you find yourself going through seasons of lust or struggling with pornography or struggling with sexual sin or struggling with any kind of sin, go back and check the music that you're listening to. And if you aren't sure about the music that you're listening to, pray about it. Ask the Lord to give you discernment. Ask him to give you wisdom. Ask him to convict your heart on the things that are not his will. And he will do that. And that conviction will lead to repentance, which that will lead to sanctification and change. Okay, I'm going to go inside. Okay. So one of my favorite little easy, quick, fast, protein-filled, healthy fat-filled meal prep meals is really simple. I just do ground turkey and then I throw an avocado in there, sometimes an avocado and a half, depending on how much I've had that day. And then I cut up some cherry tomatoes, which is my favorite, and I put them on top and then I sprinkle it with sea salt, turmeric, pepper, because pepper activates the turmeric. It's really good. Sometimes I get so distracted and it is already almost 10 p.m. I still have to shower, wash my hair, package hazel and lane things, finish packing my bag. I need to put my press on nails on because those look terrible right now. But I want to chat about the next thing. You showed yourself packing already. You didn't finish. You just like half packed. Oh, oh, time management, Britt. I want to challenge you in these next 30 days to sow into the relationships around you. Not the people that you kind of think God has in your life, the people that you know without a doubt God has planted within your life. Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Sow into the people around you. Sow into your fiance, sow into your best friend, sow into your parents, sow into your sisters, your coworkers, whoever it is that you do life with. And I promise you in the next 30 days of you persistently and intentionally pursuing them, you will see the fruit of that. Okay. I mean, sure. Like sow into the people around you, be intentional in your relationships. Yeah, I agree. I would love to know what she thinks that looks like, what she thinks pursuing those people looks like. Is it um, like texting them when you think about them? Is it writing them a note? Is it offering to take them out for coffee? Is it trying to plan a date night with another um, couple whose values you align with? Like, what does it look like? Give us some ideas. But then the next screen is her packing up orders and it says, so incredibly grateful for all the love and support on the hazelandlane.com launch. So this whole thing, this whole Proverbs 31 challenge is just basically meant to be promo for Hazel and Lane. That's what I'm thinking. That's my my working theory at this point. I am so sleepy. I have about half of the orders packaged and I've been packaging for the last half hour, 45 minutes. But I want to share the last one of this challenge, this 30-day challenge to grow deeper in your walk with the Lord. And it is to pursue a dream that the Lord has placed on your heart. I think a lot of us as Christians can step into this thing I call analysis paralysis, where we can hear from... You don't call it that. That is a common phrase. Brittany's like, I invented this thing. It's called surf and turf. It's where you have like something like surf, like from the ocean, like a lobster and turf, which is something from the land, like a steak and you eat it together. And it's like this really decadent dinner option. (laughs) This thing that I call analysis paralysis, girl, (laughs) get real. The Lord, and we know God has asked us to step out, but we literally overthink things so much that we feel paralyzed and don't know where to go. So, for the next 30 days, I want to encourage you to step out. Maybe you've always wanted to be a content creator, maybe you've always wanted to pursue that small business, maybe you've always wanted to pursue that dream that you know that the Lord has placed on your heart. 
Ooh, whatever it is, do it with excellence. God is so faithful to meet us on the other side when we step out in faith. One thing that always encourages me when I know I need to step out in faith, but it feels a little scary, a little unknown, a little rocky, is delayed obedience is still disobedience. If that doesn't light a fire under you, I don't know what will. Okay, I need to go wash my hair okay. and shower and get ready for bed and finish packing for New York City and all the things. I hope that this 30-day challenge encourages I don't know how that phrase relates to pursuing a dream that God has placed on your heart. Being like, delayed obedience is still disobedience. Okay, well, what is, like, that's not a sin to, like, take your time. Like, oh, I think that I would really like to pursue this and I think it aligns with my beliefs and this might be something um, in the area that the Lord has, like, gifted me with this skill or with this passion and I want to pursue it, but right now is not the right time. Like that's not a sin. It's not you disobeying if you're trying to figure out the right timing or getting resources together or figuring out how pursuing this passion is going to fit into your daily life. There's so much guilt in this. Like it's so gross. It's meant to make you feel like if you don't do these things, if you don't live the way Brittany does, then you're not living up to what you should be. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of the, these ideas that she's presented with being active, with eating well, with spending time in the word, with pursuing a passion. Like none of those things are inherently negative things, but it's still like it's not presented with an air of here are some things that I do and I found that they put so much value in my life and my life has improved, my attitude's improved, like my relationships are better and I just want to share them with you because I think it would be great if you joined me and you did these for the next 30 days. It's something darker. It's, it, it, it's delayed obedience is still disobedience. So think about that. I don't like that you to grow closer in your walk with the Lord and above all else pursue the kingdom ways. As always, thank you guys so much for stopping in on my channel and I will see you guys in the next vlog. Bye. Bye. All right, that is not at all what I was expecting that video to be, but I guess in hindsight it makes sense. Like in my head, like we talked about at the beginning, I thought there was going to be a big focus on making money and like being a boss babe because like I just remembered, um, Brittany Dawn is a crunchy advocate as well. So she's she's in an MLM, <laughs> um, the one that Jordan Lee Dooley is in. Brittany is also a part of Crunchy and she has Hazel and Lane. And so I thought it was going to be overtly talking about making money. But then it took a weird turn. She didn't talk about making money. She talked about other things. But then in between with all the B-roll was packing orders. Thanks so much for supporting Hazel and Lane. This is my favorite blazer that I'm packing to take with me to New York from hazelandlane.com. Ooh, it's like sneaky promotion. Wow. I, I thought that um, her justifying her business and promoting it was going to be a little bit more overt, but we've got some covert operations going on. I see you, Brittany. I should have expected that. I should have expected the sneaky twist. I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't predict that myself. But anyway, that is all I have for today's episode. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on this. Please feel free to leave anything that you want to share with me in the comment section of the video if you are watching this on YouTube or in the Q&A section for this episode if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify. And while you're doing that, if you would consider leaving this video a like or subscribing to my channel or leaving the podcast a rating or a review, 
that would be incredible. And if you have done any of those things already, thank you so much. I am so appreciative of you and I love being able to just sit here, hang out with you and talk about whatever. Thank you so much for watching or listening. Please be kind to people and I will see you in the next one. Bye.